This podcast episode is brought to you by Hoops Institute, the best website platform for basketball trainers. If you want to save time, energy, and money on your website tools, consolidating all the other softwares that you use, making sure your website is profitable and not just pretty, then the playbook is for you. So go to our description, check it out, get your free 30-day trial. We will help you make money before you ever spend a dime with us. Sound fair enough? Check us out, hoopsinstitute.com. What's up, basketball trainers and other businessmen and women who love the game of basketball and this comparison and similarities to business? Uh, on the way to, this is a quick podcast. Most of them are, unless it's an interview. Quick podcast as I'm on the way to get something to eat. Poke bowls tonight, uh, Hawaiian dish with some sushi, veggies, and a lot of good stuff, man. And if you if you have anything negative to say about it, uh, probably just a hater and you might be a hater all your life and I don't actually want you to listen to this podcast without all that out the way uh, quick thoughts man uh, before I go in here in, in order <sighs> hiring like a lot of us talk about wanting to hire and it's dope it's cool in some regards in some areas it's not uh, I know all of us, we got into this basketball training game or whatever game you're in because we wanted the time, the mobility, the flexibility. If you're a trainer, you wanted to be have the same impact the coach that you had in your in your childhood had on you, especially if it was positive. If it was negative, you, then you probably want to provide the opposite of what you didn't have and fill that void. And Look, I used to work in corporate. A lot of us worked in corporate and it's just different. It's different having your own schedule and working really four to five hours a day and having the other time to do whatever it is that you please. Like that's a great, great feeling. At some point though, we get stagnant. We try to do everything on our own. We have to, we want to grow, but we have to be the trainer. We have to be the administrator. We have to be the marketer. We have to be the human resources person. We have to be the everything for the business. And it gets to a point where we can't really grow anymore. And we all know that we need to delegate, but we don't really know how to do it. Or we just wait too long to actually do it. We know what to do, but just don't do what we know as I've heard the a Dodge said. But when we do figure out what the heck we're supposed to be doing, we get sold something that's not really the true picture. Like, yeah, it's cool to hire. Everybody wants teammates because, shoot, face it, like the experiences that we had playing pro, college, high school, NBA, wherever you played is our experiences that you had with a teammate and we want to build that teammate we want to build that chemistry we want to start small and eventually grow uh, our program and share that same vision and make it bigger than us at least i think that's what most of us want it's hard to tell sometimes in this industry and you know it's it's people that <laughs> when we do hire like let's, let's let's be honest about hiring like it's great some people say they have employees i prefer to call them teammates but some people when they say they have employees they really just have contractors and there's a big difference legally with with in labor law and when you have a, a, a teammate an employee they have a w-2 and they have payroll taxes they have fica FUTA, suda that's social security medicare they have uh a lot of things and like shoot at the small level that that we are right now and that most basketball trainers probably are compared to big businesses that actually have healthcare benefits and 401ks and that stuff is crazy it's crazy how expensive it actually gets 
when you have employees, but it's all worth it, right? It's great in the end, especially when you find someone who can help you out. But let's be honest about the process, the process of recruiting, vetting someone, getting a website or getting some type of landing page to where it looks professional, the brand is clean, people want to be a part of it, where you can uh, actually interview and follow up with people, meet them, and eventually hire or send them an offer letter to make sure that they accept it first and the payment's enough. And then when you pay them a certain amount, you got to make sure you have the money coming in to pay for not just them, but the other expenses that come with it, the gear, the training that's going to cost extra time, which more time means more hours, unless you have somebody on salary, which I don't know how you would have anybody on salary in this training business unless it was yourself or you had somebody who was doing administrative work all day every day and you had multiple businesses that's beside the point like there's a lot of other expenses that we don't talk about the payroll tax like look if you're paying somebody twenty dollars an hour go ahead and add an extra 15 20 percent on top of that for all the payroll taxes and then you're going to get taxed on your income for the business and then you're going to get taxed on your personal income that you take home for paying yourself. By no means am I complaining. I am just saying that's something that we don't really always think about and we don't pad our margins for those costs, those unexpected costs, which definitely chips into any kind of profitability that we want. This is not Finance Friday, I know, but uh, just something that I wanted to just share because I've gone through the process of hiring. We had seven employees at one point, all part-time, seven employees at one point. And you know what I realized? Shoot, this is taking 40% of our our income right now. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. And, you know, the time that you take to have to train that person is also important as well. So your time is going to be taken away, making sure that they're doing things and not just sitting there twiddling their thumbs, dribbling the basketball, not doing any kind of work. So there's a lot of stuff that can be done in, in terms of being a better leader, in terms of preparing yourself financially for uh, those unexpected costs. Speaking of unexpected costs, I keep going in on this. Anybody who is listening to this right now and has their own gym, I'm not disrespecting. I I celebrate. I commend and I'm happy for you. I'm supporting you and I hope you are killing it because the work that you do, you did to put a court down, the money that you spent to get that stuff ready, to find the building, to make sure it was up to code, to do all the stuff that we probably just don't see that you could talk about all day. I respect it. And I'm actually going through the process right now to look for a space and we found one. Here's the thing. And I'm talking to some other people who feel the same thing and realize like, yo, the the bar, the level, the standard, the default price right now has increased. So while something might have cost five dollars per square foot two years ago, one year ago, it's it's at least doubled or increased at least 20 to 30 percent. Meaning if somebody says, hey, it's nine dollars per square foot. Cool. You want 10,000 square feet. You want 5,000 square feet. Cool. Multiply. Do the math. You'll see how much it costs. Add the triple net fees on top of that. Add HVAC. Add the court you got to get. Add all this stuff, right? And what I'm coming to the conclusion of is I would definitely want the space. We got to make more money, first and foremost. I'm realizing that. Second thing is this. Man, it feels like it makes much more sense to have the variable cost, meaning you go to this gym, go to that gym, go to this gym, which can seem irritating. You're renting out gym court time 
not the actual space, like not the actual lease to rent and, and, and train in the space. You're renting out time on certain days. And that game can get old. Like, I get it. But you know what? You know what? It's nice to not have to pay $8,000, $10,000 a month on top of all the other ancillary fees. Like, I, I like it. I like the variability of saying, you know what? It's a slow season. There's only... 50 trainees right now who are active so we don't need to have 20 hours a week we can have 10 hours a week and i can email people and request that that shrinkage because we want to make sure that we're operating in the hours that we need we want to right size our hours as the cfo told me you want to make sure that you're nimble in your cost you can't be nimble in your cost if you got a certain location that's locked down and this is me i go back and forth on this like I see trainers who are doing their thing and I love their spaces and I and I'm happy for them and I hope they're making it work for them. Then I'll go back to like, hmm, I wonder what's going on from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. while the kids are in school. I wonder what's happening when they actually like all the stuff goes through my mind. All that being said, man, I love yours. I go back and forth about not having a facility right now, but I like it because I see the variability is powerful and it's helpful to be pliable, to be flexible and to change those hours. So anybody listening to this right now who doesn't have their own spot, like I'm not saying it's better than having your spot. I am saying that you have an advantage and that you can be nimble in your costs and you can right size your hours if you know what the operating capacity is. All this fancy stuff for if you don't understand it, hit me up. But Hey, that's it. I'm about to go inside. I'm eating. I definitely talk longer than I expected to. So I apologize for that. These episodes are usually shorter. But fork that. Half the time people are listening to podcasts like The Morning Toast, I guess. And shout out to them, like cool podcasts. But a whole hour every single day that people listen to. And you can't give me 10 minutes, an occasional 10 minutes rather than the five that I usually do. Man, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Talking about I'm learning. I'm learning. So um, let me get out of here before I say something that I shouldn't say. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.